This is the Sons and Slaves Podcast. This is a show devoted to helping fathers and sons honor and obey the Lord. Join me, Jared, and my sons, Ransom and Valor, as I talk to them about boyhood and the process of becoming a man. Welcome to the Sons and Slaves Podcast. I'm here with my co-host today, Valor and Dad. Hey guys, how's it going? Good. Good. What are we drinking today? Hot chocolate. Hot chocolate. No chai tea latte, no root beer, hot chocolate, and I'm drinking coffee. Mm-hmm. It's pretty good. How hot is it? Is it pretty hot? Mm. Scalding hot. Scalding hot. Uh-huh. Is it burning your mouth? Yeah. Don't spill it. It's leaning over right there. I see that. Well, we need to go ahead and pray, and I just saw a hot cocoa drop from your lip to your britches. <laughs> <laughs> Did it land on you, or is it on your shirt, or is it on my chair? That's okay. Well, why don't we go ahead and pray and ask the Lord's help. We'll give an update on hunting season so far, and then today we're going to talk about an interesting subject because it's called forgiveness and dirty diapers. Forgiveness and dirty diapers. You heard that correctly. Father, we just thank you so much for your grace to us. I thank you for my sons. I thank you for baby Oak as well. And we're so excited to meet him. It's coming up. I pray that you'd help Jordan just give her the strength to finish this pregnancy well. And I pray that our baby would keep growing healthy and strong. And Lord, we're very excited about a new baby in this home and our life together. And God, we're so thankful for what we're going to talk about today. We want to be forgiving men. We don't want to be men that hold grudges. God, help me to raise my sons uh, to be the kind of men that forgive quickly. And uh, we know we're forgiven. So why would we not forgive other people? Jesus, we want you to be honored. And it's in your name we pray. Amen. Men. Amen. All right, update on hunting season. What do you think so far? How's it been going? Been going super good. Super good? Mm-hmm. How many times have we gone out now? Six or seven? Seven, yeah. I think. Okay. And I've been very, very proud of you because you've been very persistent. And every time you've been working hard going out there, we've sat in the stand. And I mean, you're kind of pushing through that time where it's a little bit uh, just easy to be distracted and bored, but you've been pushing through? Yeah. How many have you missed so far? Three. Three, yeah. Just part of it, it's called hunting, not killing, you know? Mm -hmm. uh, We're talking just because, you know, when you're hunting and you miss a few, if you aren't a hunter out there and you're listening, it can be difficult when you put the time in and then you miss a shot on a deer. It can just be, I mean, there's so much adrenaline going through you know, your body when you're about to shoot a deer and when you miss it can be kind of overwhelming and frustrating and it's almost it's, it's almost like you can it's almost like shooting a really bad shot in golf where you just want to throw your hands up and just say I'm done I'm quitting but then just after a few minutes you realize it's so much more hunting is so much more than just shooting a deer every time you go out mm-hmm. right yeah you know there's the practice that's involved there's the discipline of sitting there there's the prayer time I mean when we're out there we're praying a lot we'll pray. we, we will pray yeah. Once every five minutes. I know, and we just trust the Lord. We're just mm-hmm. praying and talking to God about it. And we're out there for about five hours every Dad. time. Yeah, well, not that long, but hey, Dad. four hours. Uh-huh. Yeah, buddy? Open. Can I get it open? Yeah, I can. Just a second. See, there's a lid that's tricking you. See this? There you go. Now turn it to the other way and drink it. So Caleb Easter missed his first nine. Cameron Haynes missed his first 20-something deer back in the 80s before he actually shot one. I think he didn't. It was like 1987 before he shot one. Back then, it was the technology and the equipment wasn't How really old as good. Dad? Uh, he was probably in his oh, 20s. I think he's in his 20s. Just... 
we have a little healthy competition going on in our family now. Ransom's nine. Valor is almost six, and he's almost six. And then Providence is only two, and then Oak is about to be born. And the challenge is who's going to shoot a deer first? Ransom, we, we're going to do everything we can to get him a deer this year. I've not even gone out this year, actually. Going to be going out tonight for the first time by myself. But we are going to be persistent, and Ransom, you're going to get a deer this year, aren't you? Yeah. We have till January, so we're going to get it done. Yeah. But I love it. It's been easy, though. Like, after the last time, it's been it's kind of easy to throw, kind of feel like you want to throw in the towel. But are you going to want to, or so are you done for the season, you think, or you want to keep going? I want to keep going for sure. That's what I was thinking, too. So we'll keep going and, and try to get it done. Now, now, Valor is going to be practicing on shooting the crossbow for next year, aren't you? Mm. So what's the challenge of shooting the crossbow right now for you? I'm not big enough to look through the scope. Yeah, that's the problem. It's just a little too big, isn't it? Uh-huh. This next year, do you plan on growing a little bit? Yeah. Definitely. You think you're going to be bigger when you're a six-year-old than when you're a five-year-old? Yeah. It's wild that God has made us just to keep growing. And then you stop growing at a certain age. Yeah, I wish you just kept going, growing forever. Yeah, but here's the thing. Valor, because we got the crossbow this year, Valor has an opportunity to maybe shoot a deer before he's nine. Because if, he, if he's big enough next year, that means he can get out in the woods next year and try to beat your record. But if we would have had a crossbow a few years ago, you would have been able to shoot a deer already. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. Which, hot tip to everyone, crossbow is the way to get kids that are a little bit younger into the field or into the woods to yeah. kill a deer. Literally. Right? Mm-hmm. How many times have we been winded this year so far? I don't know, 80? <laughs> Not that many times. Yes, that but many times. so many times. They just put their head up, they start stomping and run off. And they Before know we're there. Before we even get to grab the crossbow. I know. It's unbelievable. They're, they can smell so good. So we've been trying to be stinky, right, when we go out there? I wish somebody would pee on our clothes. Uh, we have not been peeing on our clothes, folks. But, I have. Yeah. It, it is funny what people do for deer hunting, though. They'll, like, put deer urine all over themselves. and. I know. They literally will. Yeah, I know. Rub your... What, what, we, what I used to do is put a trash bag... And fill the trash bag with cedar limbs and then put my my hunting clothes in there. And it would make me smell like a tree. Can we do that? Yeah, we should probably do that. I mean, that's a really good plan. But we're not I just talking about hunting updates. Is there any other updates you guys want to give? or what Do we know yet? Uh, you, do you guys want to go ahead and tell the date that, that Oak going to be here? October 31st. Nope. Oh, is that what you're guessing? Yeah. Okay, well, the official C-section date is November, November the 9th. 8th. November the 8th. So unless Jordan's water breaks, we're going in November the 8th. And then we're going to be coming home and Baby Oak will finally be in. Mm-hmm. I can't wait. You guys excited? Yeah. What are you most excited about, about having a baby around? Just holding it. Just holding him? I don't know, but I'm just excited. There's something about holding a baby that's just awesome. Mm-hmm. How many babies this year have been born at the church? Oh, man. 100,000? 20? 20? You, a lot. Maybe. Not that many, but over 10. Isn't it crazy that we have like seven thousand? or eight women pregnant with boys right now? There's another know, round I, of there's boys. There's no girls. I know. There's no pregnant women with girls right now. They're all with boys. And at church, there's only like 15 girls. Literally. There's not very many girls. Literally. The last wave of kids, there was a lot of babies that were girls that were born. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. So, it's like there's a girl wave, then a boy wave, and then a girl wave, and then a boy wave. 
but mostly boys. <laughs> it seems like there's a lot more boys right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, we're talking about something that is related to babies because it's about dirty diapers. Do babies... Yes, yes, a lot, a, a lot. lot. Yeah, they poop a lot. So you guys like changing diapers? No. Is it just a mom and dad job? No, I've done it before. I change diapers too. So do I. Mm-hmm. You've done it before? Yeah. It's funny that we call it changing a butt. We're going to change a baby's butt. <laughs> you you going to change Oak's butt? No way. Just me? Just mom? We're going to take Valor's butt, take it off, and put it on Oak's butt. <laughs> change butts. We don't do that, but we do change diapers. Our diapers, do they stink or do they smell good? Yes, they stink. They do? Valor thinks they smell good. How crazy, no. <laughs> how crazy would it be to... It smells like um, like Latin, a Latin butt. You guys know why, like boys like collecting things? You know, like rocks, sticks. Uh, guys, you know, men... I have like, a pile of sticks in our back. Kni- right. Swords. Knives. I just got a, a new knife for my birthday from my mom. Yeah. Knives are fun. That's mm-hmm. kind of thing. What if uh, somebody was to start collecting dirty diapers? Would that be weird? Yeah. What if they had closets full and a house full of dirty diapers? Would that be disgusting? That would be terrible. Oh. Why would anybody do that? That would be so dumb. Would anybody want to go around that house if, if a man was collecting no, dirty diapers? why? Would anybody want to be around that man? No. No, not at all, right? Mm-mm. Well, today's chapter talks a little bit about that, and this is Back in Boyhood and Beyond with Mr. Bob Schultz. We want to make sure that you guys all know about this book and would love for you to go pick it up, and you can actually go through this book with us if you'd like. And we're in the chapter called Forgiveness and Dirty Diapers, and Mr. Bob tells a fictional story of a man who's collecting diapers, and here's the idea. These diapers, he remembers every single diaper where they came from, who gave him the diaper, who, where, where he got the diaper from, but what he does in this chapter is he connects this man, he connects the dots between dirty diapers and forgiveness. So if you're an unforgiving person, you collect dirty diapers. you're collecting dirty diapers. You're collecting dirty diapers and putting them in your home, putting them in your mind, putting them in your heart, and you're remembering every single time somebody's done you wrong, you start to hold grudges, and you start to be the kind of person that nobody wants to be around. We actually talked about this in the sermon the last couple of weeks. We, now, we didn't use this chapter, but we talked about uh, that Christians forgive, we're forgiving people. Look how small I'm done with this. Uh, that, yeah, that hot cocoa, it's just a little crack there that you can drink out of, isn't it? Is that hot cocoa pretty good? Yeah. Is it still warm? Yeah. Well, have you ever met somebody that's an unforgiving person that just always is upset and is angry at everybody? Yes. You met yes. somebody like that? Yes, okay. many people. There are some people in the world that remember everything in their life that was bad or that's gone wrong to them, and they remember who did that thing to them, and they never let it go. Okay, yeah, sorry. You know three people like that? That's interesting. I know some people like that. They just can't let go. They can't forgive. And the Bible gives us strong warnings about that because for a man or a woman to be unforgiving is for them to forget what God has forgiven them of. And here's the deal. Actually, I only one. You only know one person like that? Yeah. Well, here's the deal. You and I have sinned against God way more because God is infinitely holy. We have sinned against God way more than anybody else has ever sinned against us. The, the grossness of our sin against God is to a higher degree, a deeper degree, a wider degree than any sin that's ever been committed against us, no matter how gross and evil it is. And when we refuse to forgive people, it really is crazy. In fact, there's a parable in the Bible about the unforgiving servant, about how crazy it is when somebody understands God's forgiveness in their life, how crazy it is that they would go out and not forgive other people, because forgiven people forgive. Mm -hmm. So we're going to hear a story about a man who... 
So here's what Bob says about the old man that collects dirty diapers. He's an old, unforgiving man. And here's what he says. The old man collected dirty diapers. Not clean diapers. Dirty diapers. Some were antique. Some were fresh. They came in all sizes and smells. He knew the contents of each one. His favorite diapers filled a backpack that he wore everywhere he went. He kept these especially close to him for continual review. The not-so-favorite ones he brought out occasionally and lined them up on the counter. Looking at the array, he remembered the time that he collected each one. He could almost give the date, the hour, and the place where he found each soiled rag. The newest diapers were all disposable, but to him, they were all keepers. He couldn't or wouldn't throw any of them away. The old man spent many happy hours, well, you couldn't call, really call them happy hours, yet he found some strange enjoyment in reviewing his collection. When he would meet somebody from his past, he would rummage through his pack. Next, he pawed through his pile on the table. Finally, if need be, he tunneled through the storehouse in his garage until he found their old dirty diaper. Sometimes he put it right in front of their face for a good look and a not-so-good smell. The previous owners usually didn't even recognize it, but the old man knew whose it was. His memory failed him on many occasions, but never when it came to the source and description of his dirty diapers. Even after 60 years, he could, he could describe them as if he had as if he had obtained them yesterday. His collection was impressive for, for its completeness. You could mention almost anyone alive, and he could tell you the dirty diaper that belonged to him. Now, it would be really gross if this is a true story, if an old man really kept dirty it diapers. Is. You know, but it is kind of a true story. It is a true story. You know what? There are many people in many churches and in the world that hold on to unforgiveness in their heart, and they become really stinky, ugly old people. Let me just give you a really easy question here. Do you want to be a stinky old person that nobody wants to be around? Nope. Do you want to be dirty diaper collectors? I want collectors? to be like Mimon Papa. Forgiving people? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, they don't hold grudges, do they? No. Gigi, does she hold grudges? No way. No way. It's not, it's not a good thing. It's really gross when people hold grudges. Yeah. When somebody comes up to you after they did something wrong and they say, I'm just so sorry, what's a good response? I forgive you. Just drop it and forget about it. Forget about it. It's done and over with. What do we say? Do we do we say no big deal or do we say I forgive you? I forgive you. Forgive you. Forgive you is important. No big deal, but not be good. Yeah, we don't just say no big deal because sin is a big deal. But we joyfully say, Oh, I forgive you. Forgive you. What do we say after that? Totally and utterly forgiven. Totally and utterly forgiven. We love saying that to each other, don't we? What about this? When we do something wrong and realize that the other person was right, or even if we're trying to, ar- if, even if we're arguing back and forth about something, and we realize, uh oh, they are right and I'm wrong. What are the words that we usually say to one another? You were right and I was wrong. Yeah, you were right. Um, I was, I was wrong. I was right and one. Um, there was a towel um on the fan, but yeah, I thought it was um shorts, but it was a towel. It was. And you were right. Gray shorts. You what, did you end up saying you were right and I was wrong? Yeah. Yeah, it's always, it's it's really good. For some people, they dig their heels in, and that means when they are wrong, they don't want to admit they're wrong, so they keep defending themselves, and they end up making themselves really, they look really foolish. But I saw only, the pole where it goes a line like that on it. And you saw so that it was that a towel? It's a towel. Right. Do you know why I thought that? Why is that? Because when Valley gets naked, he always throws his clothes up in the air and tries to catch them. <laughs> do you do that? It's really funny. I wonder if any other kids do that. Do any other kids do that when they're getting their PJs on and they're taking the clothes off? Do they throw it up and does it ever land on top of the fan? I bet they have ceiling fans in their houses too. Yeah. But, That's happened to Valor before. 
Oh my goodness, that's so funny. He threw his best pajamas he's never worn before from the pantry. Uh-huh. Onto the ceiling fan. Oh my goodness. And if you don't know, if you've not heard us talk about the pantry before, it is a favorite at our church because they oh, are yes. a thrift store that's the cheapest thrift store ever and you can go and get tons of really great things at a thrift store. We should do an episode on thrift stores sometime. Yeah! That the, would be fun. The pantry And yard the sales. One, we yeah. should do a yard sale yeah. episode. Yeah! That yeah. would be awesome. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yard sales are the bomb, aren't they? Yeah! Definitely. Okay. Like, those toys, like... Yeah? Those toys, but some of those... Oh, toys are just normal uh-huh. I'm always looking for fixed blades. Okay, well let's I'm change the subject back. I'm always looking for nothing. Uh-huh. I okay. mean, just toys. Okay, guys, let's 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 reel it again. Last time we had to talk about reeling it in. Let's do that again. This. So now let's get back to the book, and we're going to keep talking about dirty diapers and forgiveness. It's always good to forgive people, not just say, "Oh, no big deal." Here's here's what Bob says. Many people have little control of themselves when it comes to foolish thoughts, words, or actions. People without self-control, they speak sharply to you. They steal your property. They lie to you. They come into your life, offend you, and then walk out. They leave behind a mess just like a dirty diaper. What do you do when that happens? Do you save their offense to think about it in the future? Do you hold a grudge, or do you take that offense and throw it as far away from you as you can, even if they don't ask for forgiveness? What's our response as Christians? Well, we are to forgive. The word forgive means to send it away from you. Literally, send it away. Somebody harms you, somebody hurts you, our obligation as Christians is to, even if there's not reconciliation, our obligation is to forgive them. Do you know there's been times in my life that I've been required to forgive? Mm-hmm. Even when somebody hasn't said they're sorry? Yeah. Still having to forgive? And as men, we have to realize that there's going to be times in our life when there's bad men or there's bad women and they harm us, they do something to us that's not right, and they never see it. They never ask for forgiveness. They still think they're right. And we have the obligation to forgive them. God knows our heart, and we have to forgive them from the heart. And it's our joy to do that. So we forgive people, don't we? Yeah. We're not the kind of men that hold grudges. We're bigger men than that, right? Yeah. And you guys aren't men yet, but you're learning to be a man. And men are forgiving men. We do not hold grudges. Mm -hmm. A young man who continually rehearses the offenses becomes bitter towards other people, and he becomes a boy that holds grudges. If you're always thinking about in your mind, I can't believe they did that to me. I can't believe she did, she said that to me. I can't believe they were that mean to that person or that person. If you always think about that, about a particular person, you'll start becoming a bitter, angry person. And that's not the kind of boys, not the kind of men that we want to be. No. He is not free. Listen to what Bob says. If you're a person that's unforgiving, that man or that woman, that boy or that girl is not free to smile at his offenders. He's weighed down by a pack of dirty diapers. He stinks. Other people smell him because he won't forgive other people. He can't enjoy his life. He can't enjoy others. And they can't enjoy him. Nobody likes being around an unforgiving person. They become cynical. They talk about other people. They gossip. They slander. They end up being... I would try to be friends with him no matter what he did to me. That's good. Because unforgiving people end up destroying themselves. (laughs) It's a very sad thing. And so we don't want to be collecting dirty diapers. We want to cast those diapers as far away as we possibly can. Right? Yeah. That's right. We want to confront people who sin against us in accordance with Matthew 18. We want to let them know, hey, this was not right. But we never want to hold that over their head for the rest of their life. You know what I mean? A mature man makes right his own wrong immediately. Bob ends the chapter talking about if we sin against other people, what's our proper response? And we already talked about that. I was wrong. You're right. Please forgive me. We go to them and confess. We don't look down when we do something wrong. It's easy to feel shame. 
But when we do something wrong, we always want to look the person in the eye and we want to say, I'm sorry, I was wrong. Can I tell you a story about forgiveness? Yes. There was a pastor in our town, in our community. Me and him duked it out. We were screaming at each other. We were upset at each other over this particular thing. And about a year later, he emailed me and he said, I was wrong. And he asked for total forgiveness. Now, I had forgiven this man, but it was reconciliation and it was an amazing thing. I immediately called him and said, I forgive you. And there's been times that I've had to apologize to other people just like that man. And there's been times I've had to apologize to you guys, right? Mm -hmm. When I've sinned in this home and done things wrong in this home, I've had to say, guys, I'm sorry, I blew it. That's right? only been like once. Yeah, right. I've sinned many times in this home, and I've had to apologize to you guys and to your mother, haven't I? Yeah. And what happens when your mom does something wrong? What does she do? She apologizes. She says, I was wrong. I'm sorry. What happens when you guys do something wrong? I apologize. I apologize. And we love hugging it out, don't we? Uh, yeah. We love that hey, forgiveness moment of hugging each other and just Mom? saying, gosh, guys, I love you so much. Thanks for forgiveness. Forgiveness Mom? is a great thing. Okay, guys, I think that's a wrap. We've had a really good conversation about forgiveness out there in your family. As you're listening in, make sure you have a forgiving family. If you do something wrong, be quick to say, I was wrong, you were right. And then if somebody sin sinned against you, make sure and be quick to forgive them. We want to have a culture of forgiveness, not a culture of unforgiveness and grudges, right? We don't want a home full of dirty diapers. No. no. Definitely what? not. All right, guys, any last words? Uh, until next time, thanks so much for listening to this. And please consider leaving a rating or review because we love to hear from you. Or reach out to us on Instagram. Let us know if this has been encouraging and help us spread the word about the Sons and Slaves podcast. Thanks, guys. Please subscribe and I'll see you next time. Thank you for listening to the Sons and Slaves podcast. If you've enjoyed this show, please consider leaving a rating or review on iTunes and pass this along to every father and son that you know.